Absolutely. Although, I mean, I, I don't know much about sort of US history and, and British men wearing red coats. Would that be frowned upon? I'm not sure. <laughs> Welcome to My Got a Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I sit down with our friend British Bulldog. We talk through his most recent visit to Athens, his thoughts on the season thus far, and we answer questions from you, our listeners. As always, remember to check out the newly redesigned MyGotAPodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at MyGotAPodcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, Oxiatime, at Oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. I don't even know how to start with this one. We're back. <laughs> We're back. He's back. He's back across the pond. Back across the pond. Yeah. We have the British Bulldog back back on my my got a podcast again. Uh had a great time getting to see you in person. Again for me, Chris. First time for John. Um, we couldn't make the in-person thing work out as far as recording, but I think spending mm-hmm. t- like actually spending time together was probably <laughs> a better course of action anyway um it was great to see you last week but uh welcome back to the pod yeah no thank you for having me back it, it was great to uh spend time together john meeting you in real life for the first time was it was a pleasure it felt like um getting the band back together it was very easy it was good to hang out it was fun i was glad that carter got to hang out as well yeah i, was, I think he's got a future in rugby <laughs> <laughs> We shall see. We shall see. I don't know. Although him throwing the football with Logan was uh was hard to watch. It, he he had a he had a, a an early start, uh, a slow start to the catching of the footballs with Logan. <laughs> That's okay. I think my stone hand wore off on him because he he was giving me uh, a he hard time. Me fits. He was well. He was giving me a hard time. What Friday night he was throwing me the football in my parents' driveway and like the light there were no lights and it was dark and I kept <laughs> dropping it. And he was like, come on, Mr. Jim, catch the balls. I can't see the ball. It's too dark outside. He was having a Kirby rage stroke and lose driveway. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Nice. Uh, well, yeah, it, it was it was great to have you. I mean, you had another like whirlwind weekend. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I was able to. It was pretty fun uh, when Lily and I were driving down to Georgia Friday morning. We were able to listen to you on the radio when you were on 960 with, with Logan and Dave. That was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. That was pretty um, fun. But I actually, something I forgot to ask when I saw you, so I'll ask you now, was getting into the country easier this time? Because I remember you had some like customs issues uh, last year. <laughs> yeah, it was it was much easier. So it was two flights coming in and I changed in Heathrow. So I didn't have to go through immigration in New York before the change. Um, Got it. Just, this was much easier. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I remember that was kind of an interesting uh, hiccup on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was that guy running past people at security last time. Yeah. <laughs> so you flew from from Edinburgh to Heathrow and then from Heathrow straight to Atlanta. Is that yeah. what I'm hearing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, really, really easy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the move. That's the move. Yeah. Um, and then I guess just in general, right? Entirely. I, I know. Look, you did some things similarly in general and saw some of the same people, but mm-hmm. I imagine just in general it was still different if nothing else just from like time of day for a kickoff right yeah um i mean a hu- huge difference from a nooner to a, a night game and oh, yeah. i guess that probably kind of changes the entire weekend too for you yeah i mean the, the whole atmosphere around game day is is completely different for that evening kickoff um yeah i mean for a starter getting to tailgate properly and actually spend time speaking with with people and getting to know them and having a few drinks um it it was really fun and then going into the the stadium at night time with the lights on you you sort of you you walk through at the ground level and and you just look up and you can see all of the lights shining down you you can see all of the crowd hyped up and ready to go it was uh completely different yeah yeah i mean you know it's funny like we're getting like all the night games this year um after not having them um it has been fun to to get mm-hmm. to get back to them, I know John and I always joke because like I prefer the three thirty. John, I know you like the night game. Uh, I like them both. I like them both. But uh, mm-hmm. the seven p.m. is a long. It does make for a long day. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to pace yourself. I'm glad yeah. that I did. 
<laughs> for what it's worth, I feel like that Ford, and I feel like we've had, haven't we had a six o'clock kickoff in the past as well? Mm-hmm. Like that four mm-hmm. to six o'clock time frame is like like just just absolutely perfect. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, seven I- does make for a late night. And the late night, particularly when you're up in the wind with the with the cold, the cold swirling winds, <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah, I know, Chris. You were down. You were down lower than us. Was it? Yeah. Did it get? Did you get cold too, or was that an upper deck problem for us? No, I mean it, it got a bit chilly. I had my uh, my sweatshirt on towards the uh, second half, but but it was okay. I, you know, you forget I live in Scotland, so <laughs> the weather was pretty nice for me. Okay, fair. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, you also had the that epic sweatshirt that I saw. Like that, mm-hmm. I got to see that one live and in person too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, it it was nice to see uh, everyone complimenting you on that on that sweatshirt. I felt Jim Jim appreciated that. Yeah, it's it's a great sweatshirt. It's from a, a website here called National Vintage League, who specialize in sort of procuring vintage um, football memorabilia. So as soon as I saw that, I just knew I had to to snap it up. It's like a 1980 <laughs> original Parting Bulldogs sweatshirt. Yeah, oh, wow. that, that thing is that thing is sweet. Like that's and like it's a unique it's a unique sweatshirt. Like I've never seen it. No, really, yeah, it's no a good conversation seen. starter too. Like, where'd you get that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It, it confuses people when I say I got it in the uh, UK. <laughs> yeah seriously seriously um and i know i i, I jumped ahead and kind of got into your atmosphere i mean so you come in thursday i think you had you know um i know my dad enjoyed getting to have lunch with you again um yeah. so that was cool um and then i did just want to get your reaction to hardware library uh because I, I felt like that was pretty amazing mm-hmm. and um, I actually just just now that I mentioned that I have some pictures I need to send you. I think I have some pictures I didn't Ooh. send to you. So I've, I got a couple of pictures of you with some of the yeah. artifacts that I'm not sure I sent to you. So I'll make sure to fix that. <laughs> yeah, please. No, that, that was one of the highlights of my um, of my trip. Jason is is so knowledgeable and, and talks about you know what he works with with real passion. Um, it was amazing to be able to sort of touch mm-hmm. living history. It was. Um, yeah. Something I'd recommend to anyone who who's coming into Athens for the weekend. Yeah, agreed. It was uh, it, it lived up to what I was hoping. It, I would say it surpassed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for me, um, just getting to see all that all that history and and uh, I don't know, see it up close. Uh, some of it, being able to actually like touch it and hold it, not all mm-hmm. of it, um, mm-hmm. depending on what the artifact was, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, and and you guys are now part of history too. I I know that that was kind of crazy. Well, I wasn't prepared for that part. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I knew the, knew the words would be there. Didn't realize it would be on the wall like that. That was pretty cool. That's very cool. So let's see. So we did the tailgate. Oh, I guess like apologies for uh, we needed like scooters or something okay. as we like marched you across campus on Saturday. But I think it, <laughs> it was, hopefully it wasn't it was, too it far away. You need to burn off some of that alcohol with um, a day drinking from like half nine in the morning for a game at seven. So absolutely Uh, fine with a walk. Yeah, yeah. Figured you could get some non-studio time in with with Logan and went over by his tailgate. So that was fun. Yeah, yeah. He had some good food as well. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, he did. And it was was much needed at that time, I feel like, because I was starting to get quite famished. (laughs) Peckish, if you will. Peckish, yeah. Um, although I must say the sort of um, the tailgate that we went to, Greg and, and Rojo, is uh, out of this world. Absolutely incredible! A, a live band, a whole hog. You know that. That was. Have you ever had a whole hog? Uh, not like that. No, <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's like a, a distinctly a distinctly southern thing. I feel like, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you, you, you definitely aren't going to see too many whole hogs with the UGA helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was sweet. the the uh, The live band was uh, that kind of put it over the top for me. Yeah, that was, yeah. th- that was excellent. And I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I think we said it, but I don't recall ever being on a North Campus tailgate uh, with a live band like that. That was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where where were you in the game? Because you were you were in lower level, right? Yeah, um, one of four. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Nice. Yeah, pretty good seats. Yeah, they were good seats. Yeah, they were quite close to the Kentucky fans. Um, but, you know, 
for the most part, they were quite quiet during that game. <laughs> nice. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Yeah, you're down mm-hmm. in that. Okay. Okay. And that were you, you prior <laughs> wait, now I'm trying to even remember. They had their band there, right? Were you kind of close over to their band a little bit? I, I didn't no? hear that band. If okay. I'm okay. Maybe they weren't even there. Now I'm trying to remember. Um I like they but were yeah, there. over there the the blue in the corner. That's funny. I didn't yeah, think about that. They're usually right over in the corner, which I believe that his seats were kind of closest to that area. So Yeah, you just yeah. hear the red coats. Yeah, you just hear the red coats. <laughs> They didn't have much to. They didn't much have much to play about, I guess. <laughs> when? How early? When did you? Um, when did you go in? Because I know you had where we, uh, which I guess kind of embarrassing, but like I have no shame, and I totally like walked behind the camera <laughs> during your interview with Allison on WSB. Yep. Uh, because I know that was not too long before kickoff. Um, but so were you able to get in and see all the pregame stuff again? Yes. Yeah. So okay. we 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 saw all of the, the sort of the pageantry that that goes with the sort of pregame. Um, okay. So it was really timing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, now you're an old pro, right? So you knew you knew what you wanted yeah. to get into, get into the stadium yeah. for. <laughs> Have you become pen pals with Allison at this point? <laughs> um, I think we're Twitter friends. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I've got uh, I've I've got the recording, uh, mm. but I, I, I think you ended up having. I think you had the whole thing, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I might yeah. record it on my phone, but the um, it's too long to put out on Twitter. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Alison might put it out at some point. Got it. Got it. Nice. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I sent a, I sent a screenshot to my sister to make sure because there was another point. You know, like where you guys were doing the interview is kind of where every, our kind of group was just kind of standing out. I told my yeah. sister I was like, I was like, hey, you ended up on TV. <laughs> she was like, like just like standing there yes. in the side. It was pretty funny. Oh man, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. It was a good. It was a good feature too. I enjoyed watching that on Saturday. I'm I'm glad you texted about that because uh, I didn't I didn't have it like on until you sent that, and so I was able to get it yeah, on. Yeah, it was it was kind of cool. It was it was one of the last features on the uh, on the show, so they sort of teased it a few times. Yes, yes. Yeah. I remembered because um, last year I watched like the whole thing, and I kept like yeah. yelling at the TV because they kept teasing it. I was like, "Come <laughs> on, like we need to show." <laughs> Oh yeah, that was good. That was good. I liked how they were able to like merge uh kind of the two, like show some footage from last year too. Yeah, everything in there was cool. I thought they they did a good job with that. uh, It was really well done. I even sent it to my uh, mother-in-law who uh, who also enjoyed it. Awesome, awesome, love it, love it. So um the game itself though. So I guess like all the differences, right? So it's like night game as opposed to day game. Uh, mm. top 25 matchup as opposed to like yeah. Mac team. But then also the inverse of what you would think there is that like the Kent state game was actually closer <laughs> than this yeah. game. So it was yeah. a completely different experience for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So I guess what was, what was your take on, on, on the game itself with it? Um, I mean, I, I know, I think in general, most of us felt like Georgia was capable of doing that, but I think most people were kind of picking it to be a closer game. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly thought it was going to be, a close game um so it was great to see how easy they made it look it was it was the game we had been waiting for all season um yeah. we put everything together and um you know just showed that that class is is forever you know form form is maybe temporary but still winning um yeah so it was a, it was a great game to come and see yeah i did uh sec matchup at mm-hmm. night uh and you saw that kind of beat down so I don't know. Yeah. I think you need to come. I think you need to come back for every game now. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't make the rules. No, I, I, I would need somebody to sponsor me to do that. But, uh, you know, if I could, I, I'd be there. We need the, uh, I know, like, I think 100 Sanford was throwing it out there that you need the uh, British Airways NIL deal or something like that. that. <laughs> there we <Yeah>. go. <laughs> I, know, I know that Virgin do direct flights from Edinburgh now. Um so yes, yeah, it's, it's a dream that they might listen at some point and uh, give me some flights. <laughs> love it, love it. So okay, I have a question on like uh, this happening in sporting events in general. So like something that you probably noticed is in a you know with the score so lopsided after the yeah. fourth quarter light show, you know yeah. a lot of people started to head for the exits. Yes, um, beat the traffic, get out of there. Is that yeah. a uniquely American sporting thing, or like no, do folks do that? No, okay. I, I, Okay. I don't think so, you know, especially if it's not a tight game. 
Uh, from okay. my perspective, as as my sort of time is is limited, I, I wanted to experience every moment of that. So I made sure we're staying there to the bitter end, and, and we're yeah. seeing everything. Yeah, cool. That's a, we, we did the same for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, we were we were up there, <laughs> up there freezing our our tickets off, and uh, and yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely something. But no, I can definitely say that as a as a watcher of football on uh, the Premier League, I the the cameras have many times panned to the the fans yeah. exiting the stadiums yeah, yeah. in a lopsided win. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is my fault for not watching enough Premier League to know the answer to my own question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how, I, feel how, like it's, it's, I feel like it's one of those things that just transcends <clears throat> sports just the utter the utter disdain and uh disgust at your team when they're performing badly to just leave <laughs> right 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 so but how how was the uh i mean so the last time so what we would have had would have done fourth quarter you know uh krypton fanfare but a little bit different with the uh all the flashlights on everyone's phones. That was the first time yeah. you had to experience that. How, how'd, you, how'd you enjoy the, the light show and the, and the fourth quarter display? Yeah, I mean, it, it's indescribable. It's uh, very cool just to be immersed in all of that. It's um, kind of yeah. takes your breath away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, it, it's, it's cool too, because it's something that happened kind of organically, you know, when, it, when mm. it first started happening with the light, light up Sanford and then when they, when they added the stadium lights to it, it just kind of yeah. enhanced it a bit, <laughs> but it was already going on before, so. Yeah. Was it was it Notre Dame or something a few years ago now? Yeah, it was. It was. That was the first time those uh, the lights were like unveiled. That was the first time they got to use them. So mm-hmm. uh, haven't been able to use them for a while though. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, until this season. It's only better to experience it in person than on TV. It's uh, completely different. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, what about um, what are just your thoughts on the on the season, Chris? You know, back to back national champions. We're you know still undefeated how how are you feeling uh now that we're we're more than halfway through at this point yeah what are we seven and oh at this point um you know it's it's a different team to last year and the year before but they're finding their own identity and you know as we saw against kentucky they're pretty good (laughs) um you know they're undefeated they've they've beaten away everything that's that's come towards them this this can only be good for them you spoke before about sort of manufacturing adversity you know oh my God. we need to put a tm we need to put a tm on <laughs> manufactured adversity uh, the shift, they, Jim. They, they, they've certainly experienced some adversity manufactured or not and, and i think it can only be good for these sort of younger players who have been the backups you know last year and the year before to have that responsibility to experience all of that and, and come back stronger and i think the sort of uh the bye week has come at a perfect time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think what Kirby said something like here, it's it, a bye week never comes at a, at a bad time, but this is certainly a good one um, yeah, yeah. with all the injuries. And um, uh, we did see we're, you know, it was on, we try not to share like subscriber only dog central information, but Graham did put this out on Twitter that he yeah. he's hearing that uh, Brock was advised to do that tightrope surgery um, mm-hmm. on his ankle slash foot. Um, but we'll, we'll see. sounds like no final decision until, until Second. Tuesday. So, yeah, I guess for, for you watching, we're, um, for you watching, I, I know when we had you on the first time we asked you who your favorite mm-hmm. player was and you said, Brock, I mean, what was that feeling yeah. when we saw him go down and slam in the turf? Yeah. You could tell it was bad when he was sort of punching the ground. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, th- I think his, uh, toughness is often, underestimated he's he's played a lot of football and this is the first time that we've seen him like this um yeah. so i've got i've got every faith that we will see him again yeah yeah i agree i think it just a, it, it's a matter of when i guess right yeah um hopefully sooner than later but best yes. wishes out to out to mr bowers yeah. uh hopefully yeah. he doesn't seriously hopefully, hopefully we he get doesn't. him back yeah hopefully uh, get him back soon uh, don't yeah. say hopeful i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know that that Kirby's going to drop a hopeful out there. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll have to we'll have to check the uh, the press conference notes. That'll hundred percent be in there. Yeah. Why don't we take a moment to remind everyone that season four of My Got a Podcast is presented by Oxia Time. Uh, so Oxia Time is a Swiss watch company, and you've got to check out their 2021 and 2022 
Georgia National Championship uh, watch collection. And right now, there's two ways you can do that. Um, so, you, you know, you, you can always head over to oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Um, and again, you can use the code my got a podcast uh, to get a custom presentation box to go along with your timepiece. Um, but there's also a limited edition uh, set of watches uh, through the partnership between Oxia Time and the Classic City Collective. So you can go over, head over to the Classic City Collective's website. It's at classiccitycollective.com. Click on shop and then click timepieces. Um, and there you will see the limited edition timepieces that they have. Each of those, they're the same watches we've talked about, uh, but their uh, presentation box is signed by Kirby Smart. Um, so be sure to go check that out. Uh, and a portion of proceeds on those watches uh, go towards Bulldogs battling breast cancer as well. JP, did you want to get into some of your uh, your topics? Uh, so obviously, we, one of the things that I haven't heard us heard you discuss, you know, you talked about the experience multiple times, but like, mm-hmm. you know, we whiskey. Like you, you had a plethora of whiskeys that you had an opportunity to go through. And matter of fact, you you brought one from mm-hmm. from Scotland to to kind of give us. Can you kind of give us a, a rundown of the British Bulldog whiskey experience? uh so yeah i bought a bottle of aaron with me which was a a really nice sort of entry-level whiskey it sets you back about 40 pounds here i don't know if you can get it in the us but it's from the island of the isle of aaron it's just the west coast of scotland it's uh very smooth very tasty it's generally a bit of a crowd pleaser and it was uh you know it's great to be able to raise a glass with you guys i think you you kind of liked that one. Oh yeah. Yes. I think it was finished in bourbon barrels too, right? Yeah, maybe. Um <laughs> I, I I may not be a hundred percent accurate. I'm not I'm not sure what it, what it's finished in. It, it it certainly tastes like it's finished in bourbon. Barrels. That's kind of quite common that you might go from like a bourbon barrel or sometimes like a, a sherry cask or something like that. And that's yeah. kind of when you get that um combination of, of depth of flavor. Yeah, it was a good one. I've got a good picture of us all raising our glass. So. Well, I would like to see that picture. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will send that one for sure. Yeah, apparently mm-hmm. I did a poor job of sharing my pictures with you, Chris. I will fix that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like you can get it. Uh, looks like you can get it online here in the U.S. I don't know if you can get it at like a Total Wine or whatever, but uh, but yeah, there's a number of different ones too. It looks like they've yeah. got some that get quite pricey. Yes, yeah, I think that's just the Aaron Ten, which is like the um, the entry level, but they they, they do increase. Yeah, different. there's a Aaron Twenty One. Ooh. <laughs> so I know uh, we also had uh, so uh, not opened right now, but we've got for those that are watching on the YouTube, I'm holding up a uh, a bottle that uh, Chris you shared with John and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the the Cots, Cotswolds single malt whiskey. So yeah, yeah, it's actually an English whiskey, um, okay. kind of representative of myself having been born and raised in England, but now living in Scotland for the last eleven years. Um, it, it's actually delicious. It's a really nice whiskey and very smooth, kind of like toffee, toffee flavors to it. One of my sort of mm-hmm. go-to pours. Nice. So when you gave that to us, I had like the immediate thought of like. I'm gonna open this right now and drink it, kind of thing. Uh, but then, like as as the as the day wore on and as as mm-hmm. thoughts gathered, um, you know, I thought about drinking it as a celebratory after mm-hmm. the game. Uh, but then I was so tired and didn't want to do it, <laughs> as as Jim can attest. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I kind of I kind of arrived at Jim that I, I'm gonna kind of save that for a special occasion. Nice. Mm. Perhaps yeah. at the end of the season, <laughs> mm. we can we can hop on we can hop on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, me and John did have a, a sort of FaceTime call after the the national championship win in uh, January. Yes, you were, uh, you were smoking a cigar, enjoying <laughs> the victory. That's the plan. That's the plan again. Mm. <laughs> I missed out on that one because I was walking around LA in the rain with my sister. Oh, apologies. <laughs> you were walking around in the flooded stadium. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a little, that was a little crazy. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. We, I will say we debated um, the Vanderbilt preview. I did ask John, mm-hmm. I was like, should we, should we drink this for this one? And we we decided to, to table it and, and wait for a, wait for a later occasion. Nice. 
something yes. bigger than previewing Vanderbilt, you know. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was exactly my thought. Something bigger. Didn't. So, uh, aside from the Cotswolds and the Aaron, like, did you have any bourbon that you particularly enjoyed? Now, what what the was the front? very uh, prestigious bourbon that we enjoyed, John? Oh, there. Uh, Can you Oak Dogs and Tailgate. Oh, oh, the Elmer T. Lee. Yeah, I mean that that was quite nice. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Hug Dog. That was a that was a good pour. I don't know if he I don't know if he brought that, but someone had had that had that whiskey out, and I was like, I've never had this before, and it was quite quite yeah. nice. It was popular. Yes, he also had the biggest bottle of Eagle Rare I think I've ever seen yeah. in my life as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen big bottles before, but that one was particularly big. <laughs> He's living the dream. Yeah, seriously. So, so you like the Elmer T. Lee? Was there any other whiskeys that were of note that you you felt like you you had that were, you know, you know, I I can't even remember what else I did have. Um, you know, but it all, all went down pretty nicely. <laughs> right. It was it was quite the spread on the table. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I think we made sure to get you some creature comforts too. The yeah. the classic city lager. Yeah, that's good, and what, I like the um the baller that Jim brought as well. Oh yeah, the baller uh, beer. <laughs> That's yeah. a good beer. That's a good yeah. beer. Yeah, that's from a local uh, North Carolina brewery over here, right? But not not too far from our house. Um, they for the Canapolis uh, Cannonballers. So they're the uh, minor league nice. minor league baseball team, uh, just up the road for me. So it was good. That's pretty cool. And is it easy enough to get tickets to one of their games? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. And, you know, I actually have not been. So they. And I'm even forgetting what their name was. They they basically rebranded and like <laughs> changed their name and everything and got a new stadium. Um, and I have not been to the new one, unfortunately. I need yeah. to rectify that. We keep talking about going there. Um, my daughter has been. Lily's been to a game there, uh, nice. but I have not been yet. We actually have okay. t- two different minor league teams pretty close to us. So, okay, I love the branding around these these teams. Is it the, the Savannah Bananas that are just like blowing up? <laughs> Yes, they're yes, they're amazing. They're like, and they're kind of becoming almost like the Harlem Globetrotters of of baseball at this point. Um, because I I think like they were they were just like a kind of standard minor league team, but now yeah. the the show has gotten so big. I guess you would say, um, yeah. it's been kind of crazy the way they've blown up. So I've got a good friend who who does a uh, turf. Uh, he's a turf mm. guy in uh okay. in baseball. So uh, I get all my details from him. Uh, nice. All right, Chris. I I do, I do think that we should highlight something for for you and me because uh, yeah. early on in the tailgate, I, I flashed up a a score to you that we were already down one nothing, or you <laughs> flashed a score up that Manu was down one nothing within yeah. like five minutes of the tailgate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We joked we joked about not wanting to bring the <clears throat> the soccer on on the tailgate, but uh, that was particularly low. However. They ended up pulling that game out. <laughs> yeah, two two games in uh, extra time, two goals in extra time. Crazy. Yeah, it was like Fergie time was back, and yeah. Scott McTominay. I can't believe that he scored. I can't believe he scored both those goals. He's, he's for a big occasion. Oh man, that was that was crazy. But also, the, the, that's a that's a sad season. It's also, uh, I feel like it's a it's a parlay for for those of you that are maybe taking this period of UGA football for granted. That yeah. these are the good old days. Yeah, Chris yeah. and I are currently on the downswing of what once was the good old days, and now we're in a long period of like this isn't the best yeah. of times. <laughs> yeah. You've got to enjoy the good times while you can. Exactly. We had we had a legendary coach. We're currently with a legendary coach uh, at UGA. Like based on all the mm-hmm. numbers and metrics and all the streaks and stuff are historic. Yeah. So um, it's definitely one of those things that we're going to have to to yeah. to relish because at some point all good things come to an end right yeah but hopefully no, this, not anytime. yeah this is never gonna end <laughs> it's never gonna end <laughs> uh yeah i hey i waited i waited my whole life for this um yeah. <laughs> and that's where like you know i you know we say munzening is dead and, and the things like that right and i think you know part of that for me is just like what am i gonna gain from it at this point you know like i I spent way too much time worrying about that kind of stuff, and mm. and Kirby, we trust. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the coaches and these players in this program to 
Yeah, I, I feel like I enjoy it more now without worrying about so much stuff anymore. That, I don't know. that that is nice. Even sort of going behind on the weekend, you know, I don't think any of us were particularly worried. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you get down and you're just like, eh, they'll turn it around. They're going to figure it out. John, I think you yeah. actually texted that, like, they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I feel like that my wife and, and kids are like, when, you know, when Vandy scored, like Carter was yelling down because he was watching upstairs and I was downstairs and he yelled down, Dad, Vandy just scored. We're going to lose. <laughs> like, it'll be all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And that was the same thing uh, on a previous game as well. They're like, are we going to lose this game? Like, eh, they'll figure it out. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that uh, Jim and I were texting about earlier, because like, you know, we just did the, we just did the review episode, right? For Vandy. Mm -hmm. And, and after, you know, we talked about the streaks and the historic streak that they're on. So you got the, uh, the USC teams from the early 2000s and the, um, yeah. Miami teams from the early 2000s that that had really good really good teams and streaks mm-hmm. and UGA is right behind them and could potentially overtake Miami this year um for number 2 but um you know I went back and looked at some of that stuff and even those teams you know granted they definitely blew out teams but they also struggled at times with some lesser lesser opponents so like mm-hmm. it's not something that I feel like we should you know look at as like oh my god we're terrible you know that kind of thing cuz even great teams struggle from time to time um yeah. but yeah it's it's just one of those things that you just they're, they're working through themselves and we're kind of at year three right we're at year three of of the streak being alive yeah. and um those teams started started struggling you know they, they they say the sign of a great team is not playing your best but still winning which mm-hmm. is exactly right. what we're doing yeah totally agree totally agree i mean it's and it's the kinds of games where when you think back before this run started you know like especially like the Auburn game like the, that Auburn game with that start that's one where other teams in the past you feel like maybe that kind of snowballs and you end up losing but not this team you know so right and if you look at like the success rate that's what Jim and I were talking about uh as well was just like I feel like that the best the the best metric that kind of encapsulates how I felt about the season thus far is the success is the success rate like you know we look at some of these games and it's like we we feel like we're we feel like we haven't been struggling and the success rate is part of the reason why, because they're, they're doing so well um, that on paper, it may not feel that way, but the successfulness of each of their plays as a net has been pretty positive. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Chris, uh, we do have some, some questions that some listeners send in. People have, people want to know things and and get some questions answered from the British Bulldog. If you're cool with that. (laughs) Yeah. Good to go. So as every week, our listener questions are brought to you by Working Web Media. So we've mentioned, you know, uh, we weren't super happy with our old website and we wanted to redesign it and we worked with Working Web Media to do that for us. Um, so you can definitely go check out our newly redesigned website, uh, mygodapodcast.com. Um, much better design flow and a new merch store as well. So you can get, see all of our merch. We got hats, t-shirts, et cetera, up there. Um, but if you need help, if you got a small business, uh, you need help with your website or even just your online presence, they can help you with social media marketing as well. Uh, go check them out at workingwebmedia.com slash dogs. And then they will know that we sent you their way. All right. So first up, we got uh, our buddy 51 to seven GATA. Uh, he said, what does Chris think? of the amount of TV timeouts during a football game, especially comparing it to soccer. And he said, personally, I can't stand this guy and how it slows the game down. LOL, which he, he said he included a picture of the guy with the red hat who's holding up the, the, the yeah. clock. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that is obviously something that you, you don't really experience when you're, you're at home. So that, that is kind of mm. new to see that. And, and it was becoming increasingly frustrating <laughs> towards the end of the game. Um, however, you know they, they have they have a million different ways of keeping you entertained in those breaks. So I wasn't complaining. I think there was a, a karaoke sing along at one point, which <laughs> yes. I thought was brilliant. I love it. I love it. I feel like I missed. I feel like I missed the uh, the thing that Scott Scott Duvall talks about, uh, where where you can do the selfie or whatever. I I, I must have missed that one. I, I could I could never get a uh, phone signal when when that's happening. It's obviously thousands and thousands of people trying to do the same thing at the same time yeah yeah my niece got on it 
uh, one game and like the one game that I didn't go to. So Ball State, she was able to get on it. I got the, I never got it to work. Kentucky game. I got it. So I got like through the QR code UAB game, yeah. but we didn't make it on the Jumbotron. So, all right, let's see. John Michael D would love to know what y'all thought of the documentary on that one guy who married a spice girl. <laughs> think he had a great run at man city back in the day. <laughs> that is very funny. That, that made me laugh. That's the David Beckham documentary that's on Netflix right now. I, uh, I saw that question and I've been meaning to watch it for a little while. Um, so I had a look at it last night and I think it's like four, one hour, one hour and a half episodes. It's it's quite quite a lot. So I've not I've not made a dent in it yet. I've seen a few clips. Um, you know, David Beckham was was a hero to me back in the day. I remember that goal he scored against Wimbledon at the uh, start of the season in nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six, where he scored from the halfway line. Um, so I'd be I'd be very interested to watch that documentary when it comes around to it. Yeah, dude. As a, as if you're a Man United supporter, it's it's definitely going to be comfort food. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's kind of like watching, you know, fast forward 20, 30 years from now, you know, it'll be like us watching the the UGA, yeah. <laughs> the UGA run here, the Kirby Smart run. Uh, maybe Stetson Bennett. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who. <laughs> Stetson Bennett probably doesn't do David Beckham justice, but I'm I'm trying to think of who who would be the most corollary of, of David Beckham in this group right now. But I mean, is it is it Brock um, Bowers? Could be Brock. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I have to think about that. I don't know. I should have thought about that ahead of time. I just thought about that. Who who would be the corollary of that? Of that? But yeah, dude, that Beckham that Beckham documentary is is fantastic. It also gave a lot of insights into just the relationship between him and Victoria, which yeah. kind of like answered a lot of unsettling questions that i had from the past about like why he made certain decisions like i don't know if i know jim's probably like he's like you're speaking mandarin chinese right now <laughs> it's but okay. like his whole departure from the club right like, yeah she was that. a big part of it and there was a little mm-hmm. bit of explanation going on 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 some of that stuff too so um yeah man it, it was really well done uh, as as many things that that beckham has been involved in it was quite nicely uh structured hmm. okay okay yeah i haven't seen it yet so uh i know this question wasn't for me but i i do want to watch <laughs> it i do want to watch it I'll, I'll i'll get to it eventually yeah, yeah i mean it. it also kind of it gives you a rundown of a lot of things that are outside of manchester united as well so like for instance i didn't realize this chris and maybe you haven't seen these clips but like he brought in uh he brought in everyone like he brought in Luis Figo, Roberto Carlos. Um, he brought in, um, oh gosh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the guy, the, the guy that he got the red card on from Argentina. Um, Simeone. Yeah. Simeone, Diego Simeone. He had Simeone on uh, talking mm. about, they interviewed him as well. Um, so like it, it brought in a lot of, a lot of stuff. It was very yeah. interesting. Yeah. I need to watch it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next up, this this question comes w- with some inside sources because uh, these are from Dwight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, any chance of a return trip for the SEC championship game and or CFP? Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely love that if if I could. I would <laughs> yeah. uh, I would need to raise funds because I can't afford that trip right now. But yeah, that that'd be a, a dream come true. Um, Dwight, as as some people know, has been my my fixer. My uh, <laughs> My, my main man for for some of these trips so he, without without his help some of the um experiences that i've had wouldn't have happened uh but yeah i would be there in a heartbeat if i could be nice um he said for your return trip in 2024 any interest in leading the redcoats at the end of the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely although i mean i i don't know much about sort of u.s history and and british men wearing red coats would that be frowned upon i'm not sure (laughs) that was great fair fair tough but fair good question fair yeah (laughs) oh amazing i love that too good speaking of uh how is it how is it uh watching the nfl games with the american flag uh waving and and forcing everybody to sing the national anthem that's literally about beating <laughs> beating the British. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 Britain has a long history of uh, colonizing different countries, so we, we, we're kind of okay with, with that at this point. 
Uh, and I know, I noticed that they, they bring out both flags, don't they? They bring out both uh, the, the US flag and the um, the Union Jacket and sing both national anthems at those games. Okay. Yeah. I saw, I just saw, I saw a meme about that. Like the most American thing ever is bringing our flag to England and forcing them to sing in the national anthem. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Did you get through security with the chalice you smuggled out of the Hargrit letter? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where that rumor has come from. Did you get to see the chalice, John? I did not. I was late. Mm. I was I was a late arrival, so that's going to be something else I can look forward to the next time I I visit visit yeah, the this, library. This, this isn't going to help my cause, but it's disappeared after my <laughs> tour. <laughs> he said Too he put funny. it back in the vault, so I have I have I have uh, on site on site sources that confirm that they it is in their possession. Good. That is good. It can't confirm. Unless, can't unless confirm. you pulled, unless you pulled like a, a Harrison Ford, like swap, like <laughs> <laughs> replace the real chalice with the fake chalice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, I do. I am interested in this one uh, as well. What did you think of the vortex? So that was your, uh, that was your Friday night meal, right before the concert. Yeah, so it's Friday night before the um, girls with guitars concert in Atlanta. I liked it. I, I love the. Uh, it's a big like skull isn't it as you go in the doorway very yeah. cool i love the love the whole whole thing there yeah that's a that's a, a classic atlanta burger did you get the elvis no i got some like uh barbecue kind of okay. sauce burger i'm not sure what it was called it's very good awesome well while we are on uh that 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 wraps up the questions for dwight but i know that um you know you mentioned dwight dwight uh was kind of your your guy on both these trips and and helped a, a lot of the experience and i know mm-hmm. um you've kind of changed up your 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 t-shirt uh a, a bit for the month of october let let yeah. the folks know what's going on there yeah so i've been very very lucky with uh, the generosity of people um for those that don't know that the way that i funded my first trip was by selling t-shirts that said cheerio and go dogs and i raised enough money to uh, buy flights for for my last trip and and actually this one just here as well for flights alone. Yeah, and I, and I kind of thought you know I, I have been lucky and people have been generous. I should really give something back, you know, particularly as as I've sort of been supported by Dwight as well, who has some involvement in the charity uh, Bulldogs battling breast cancer. We, we had it in mind to to bring out this charity T-shirt, so. I've taken mine off the market for now for the month of October, so we can release a limited edition shirt, um, a full Bulldogs battling breast cancer with the Cheerio Go Dogs Logan with all the profits going to the charity rather than me. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty sweet. So yeah, head over to, you just got You can just go on the Bulldogs battling breast cancer.com. Yeah. I believe yeah. to check those out on there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, Let's see. All right, we'll we'll, we'll continue. We got uh, Brett Belding. Um, so for you specifically, Chris, what was the most memorable part of your most recent trip to Athens? The thing is, I, I managed to fit in a lot in a small space of time. Actually, sort of earlier today, in preparation for this, I wrote down everything that I did, and wow. I can't believe how much I did in, in <laughs> four days. Yeah. Um, and you know that that sort of uh, the Hargrit Library tour was, was definitely a highlight, and, and having that opportunity to touch history was incredible. For for me, the sort of the lasting memory, and I sort of I mentioned this earlier, was was that feeling of of walking into the stadium at night time, looking up, seeing all of the lights above you, but the huge crowds of people who are you know clearly ready. For, for an exciting game and that, that's a sort of lasting memory that sort of sticks to me just that like wow factor as you go in and it all like opens out in front of you yeah 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 no that's awesome i love it i love it um okay and then he said for all three of us i mean i got and i i am not well traveled but what's the most exotic place you have visited and why <laughs> and why did uh, well, i i like to i like to travel quite lucky um that was a, a lot of different things on my doorstep um, for me, probably the most exotic place I've ever been to was uh, India. So I went to India nice. uh, a few years ago. That that is like a, a completely different culture. Amazing, but but everything is crazy compared to sort of your your own standards. You, you sort of look look one way, look the other way, and there's something mad going on. It's an amazing place. 
Where did you go in India? I went to Delhi, Agra, Jaipur, um, and then I flew across to Goa for a few days as well. Okay. So I got to see all the sort of main sites, the Taj Mahal and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's on, that is on my bucket list. I, I, I've worked with so many people that live in India over my career. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I actually have a bunch of friends over there. Um, and I've, I've met some of them in person, like when they were able to travel here and they, every time, every time I meet someone for the first time, they're like, you have to come back here. You know, you have to come to India. Um, so I've got some, I've got some friends that I still plan to go see over there. So that's on, that's on my to-do list. Haven't made it there yet. Nice. John, do you have any exotic places you traveled to? I do. I guess the most exotic place that I've I've visited is Belize. Mm. I went. Okay. I spent a week. I spent a week in Belize chasing a girl. Um, she worked. <laughs> she worked at. Um, it's actually a girl from UGA, actually. Um, but uh, that was a long time ago. Pre 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 meeting my wife. Pre kids. All that uh, stuff it was a different. Obviously, life yeah. Obviously, yes. that was a good, good clarifying point. <laughs> <laughs> But she worked at some, uh, I actually stayed on um, the island that they take, like the cruises and stuff. Like there's a lot of cruises that go on down there, right? And so like they take you out to the these different islands to do excursions and stuff. Yeah. And the island that she stayed on was for the Hugh Parkey Belize dive experience. And she lived there and worked there as a dolphin trainer. And <laughs> I got story. like, what's you, that? You followed a girl in Belize who was a dolphin trainer. Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. It was it was a lifetime ago, but uh, but yeah, the, the they had these little over over water um cabanas and stuff, and so I stayed in one of those cabanas. I, wow. it, was, it was it was amazing. It was one of the most one of the coolest experiences traveling that I've that I've done. Got the behind the scenes dolphin experiences and all that stuff. That was that was really cool. Swam with like five different dolphins. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. I don't know. Like I got, uh, I mean, you know, Kim and I went to Jamaica for our, for our honeymoon. Now we were generally like re- resort type stuff, but what I will say is just like when we would leave and we're just go driving, like riding from one place to the next and everything, that was what was actually kind of like the most interesting and most exotic stuff, I guess you would see, you know, when yeah. you're away from the resort and just getting to be out on the Island and see everything. Um, that was pretty cool. So I'll go, I'll go with that. Although we did do, we did like a horseback ride, like down from an old plantation, like kind of down mm-hmm. the yeah. countryside, down to the ocean. So that was pretty cool. And rode the horses in the ocean. Yeah. That was interesting. Oh, nice. So I'll go with that. And it was actually like English saddle, Chris, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a Western saddle. So I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Uh, um. Okay. Okay. Actually, there's actually late breaking news to go with this next one. Oh, John, were you about to say something? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, Hushin Rich. Uh, who was at the tailgate? Um, yeah. He said, "If Brock is out for an extended time, is Chris available to take a few reps at the tight end position?" Yeah, of <laughs> course. Throw me in. Uh, I think I think your I think your skills would be better better suited for uh, long snapper with the way that I saw you tossing <laughs> tossing the rugby ball around with Carter. Listen, I I will do whatever is needed for me. I'm a team player, so if that call comes, <laughs> I'm on that plane. Love it. Love it. Hey, I mean, you know, technically you've got four year four years of eligibility remaining, I'm pretty sure. So I think we can yeah. make that happen. Yeah. You, you just be like Brett Thorson. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it. There's there is one team that has uh, an English guy as a kicker, and I think he's in his like early thirties. He's married with kids and stuff. So but there is hope for everyone. Man, yeah. You, you need that there needs to be like a pro kick. Pro, pro kick UK to rival the pro kick Australia. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's an opportunity here. Chris. I'm going to start it and engineer a move to uh, Georgia. Uh, yeah, there we go. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, the, the breaking piece is it, it sounds like uh, Brock Bowers is going to have surgery. Uh, huh. so he's going to have okay. surgery on that ankle to, uh, okay. to stabilize it, but a, a full recovery is anticipated. So okay. we'll see. Uh, we'll see how long that takes, but should yeah. get him back. At some point in the season. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, back to back. Roham. Uh, Chris, what was your favorite play of the game? And why And why was it the rah-rah toe, toe tap? Can't wait for the pod. Yeah, I, I caught that one on camera. And, um, you know, it, it was it was, it was was an amazing catch. I actually wasn't sure if it was in or if it was yeah. out. Um, and I think we all felt the same way. But, you know, that 
that was pretty special. That's some skill right there. It, that that was a heck of a catch. And as uh, John, what was it you said that there's a reason he he's wearing number? They put him in number five. Uh, yeah, can't disagree with that. Yep. Uh, aside from the fact that that was his number, I think previously, but yeah. <laughs> come on, John. Yeah, it's, it's good to see players like him and and Love it sort of coming into their own now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's All becoming right. that clutch guy. Mm-hmm. In order to give you the full experience, Chris, of uh, of being on my got a podcast, this go around, uh, I'm going to do this. <laughs> okay. Even on the bye week, we've got some stuff from Coach Trill Bill. So we're we're not doing uh, coaches over unders, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, as there is no game, but he did send us some bye week either ors. So this would basically be: uh, Would you rather do? Uh, you have to just pick which one you would rather do, one or the other. Um, so starting off on the bye week, would you rather go to the apple orchard or to the pumpkin patch? <laughs> uh maybe the pumpkin patch pumpkin patch it's, it's yep. coming to that yeah nice are there is that a how like over under how many pumpkin patches are there in, in your area <laughs> there's there, there is a few it, it tends okay. to be something that's like a good day out with uh, children it's obviously nowhere near as big as it is for, for you guys halloween in general isn't a huge deal in the uk um, but culture does tend to sort of drift across and it's becoming bigger. Got it. I'm going to go apple orchard uh, because I haven't been to the apple orchard yet and I need to go get, and the one that I go to is the one that John went to and I need some donuts. <laughs> I tried to replicate those donuts that did not end well. So I, I recommend, <laughs> I recommend going and, and, and getting them from the source. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I'm a I'm a I'm a pumpkin patch person myself, but uh that's only okay. because the pumpkin patch we go to is literally right down the road from um it's right down the road from uh Amicalola Falls and there's a big hotel there mm-hmm. that has a, a basement that overlooks that has a, a beautiful scenery with a fireplace that they've added over the years and we just go and hang out there. Matter of fact, we ran into a number of Georgia fans that had done the same thing. Um, just hanging out down there on the patio. And I, I thought about having that Cotswolds there as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I ended up I ended up just having regular whiskey though. Yeah. Okay. That sounds nice. All right. Would you rather have uh either or apple cider or hot chocolate? What's your go-to? So would that apple cider be alcoholic, first mm-hmm. of all? Oh my gosh, Chris Fine just questions. asked a, Chris He's... just asked a clarifying question. Chris, you belong in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> oh, too good. I would say, uh, oh, this is where we get to say, hey, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. So if you want exactly. alcohol in a Chris, there's alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you guys have like mold wine and mold cider at Christmas? No. I've had it. I've had it at a, a few family functions. Um, yes, I've had it. Like, but like, I feel like it's probably not the same as what you've had. Like, do, are you talking about where they make the cider with like brandy and stuff? Yeah, well, that's exactly it. So it's um very much a British thing, mold wine and also mold cider. So it's like a warm alcoholic drink with like sometimes brandy, different sort of spices that go in it. It's a nice sort of like winter warmer. So if, you know, if I could have one of those, um, I'm I would, gonna have one. I would nice. say you if you if you enjoy that, you should probably look up a recipe for a hotty toddy. Um, yes yeah. to have for the Ole Miss game because that it sounds mm-hmm. similar yeah yeah I'll go apple cider this time of year I'd say is uh is apple cider later like November December I'd move into the hot chocolate but I'll go apple cider for bye week I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to go cider on this one I I, I would agree with Jim on that okay All this right, time e- of year it's cider is this a, yeah, yeah agreed agreed okay either or Weller mm-hmm. or McAllen <laughs> Well, that, I mean, that's a good question. I've not tried enough Weller to, to have formed an opinion. McAllen is is internationally known as a sort of a, a Scotch brand. It's it's very good, um, but maybe a little bit overpriced. So for the uh-huh. for the um, ability to try something new, I'm going to go for the Weller. Nice. I don't know well, what yeah. I'm getting into with McAllen, so I'm gonna and I'm a risk averse person, so I'm gonna say 
Weller. <laughs> I'm going to say Weller as well. Generally speaking, you can't buy Weller off the shelf, but you can buy a lot of Macallan off the shelf. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Either or watching Bama lose or watching Tennessee lose. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's always good to see both of them lose. <laughs> yes. Push. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> Uh, I do remember Chris, when we, when we talked before, mm. well, when we talked on the podcast before, mm. um, you did, we were talking through what kind of like biggest rival. And I know for, yeah. for your yeah. perspective, like you do see that as, as more of an Alabama, right. For, I mean, from what, from your Georgia experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's, that's still the case. I think I prefer to see Alabama lose, you know, even this year, there's, there's still that chance that they can. Mm-hmm. you know be a, a good football team um so if we can meet, see them lose a couple more games i'll be quite happy yeah yeah it's it, it's weird because i i think i'm actually kind of leaning alabama here but like i never like you know 20 years ago i never would have thought i would have said something like yeah. that because <laughs> yeah. back then like i didn't we didn't think of alabama as a rival we hardly ever played them um yeah. but with the way it's going recently um and the way for things are set up i'm gonna i'm gonna go bama too what about you jp I'm a Bama lose person right here because Tennessee hasn't quite gotten to the level that they were back in the nineties or whatever. Like there's, I feel like that uh, they're still kind of hovering around that. So it's not quite as annoying, but the Bama folks are still annoying. Um, I think that one more step towards pushing grandpa off the cliff kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) would be, would be, uh, would be nice because as, as we talked about before, like the good old times, I feel like that Bama Mm -hmm. is on, on the downswing of the, of their good old times Mm -hmm. because that is going to be a difficult person to replace. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. All right. So either or, for something to do in the bye week, would you rather watch the 2021 national championship or the 2022 national championship? 21. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that I know the uh, result as well, definitely. Yeah. 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 You, you can't, you can't top the, the Keely Ringo pick six. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demons be gone. Demons be gone. Beat that. Yeah. Yeah. While, while the blowout was quite fun uh, to yeah. watch. Uh, agreed. Knowing the result, I'll go with the roller coaster knowing the end and result of 2021. <laughs> uh, okay. Now I'm also interested in this one, Chris, on your perspective here, cocktail party debate, stay in Jacksonville yeah. or go home and home. What What are your thoughts on this? I, I, I would like to experience that, that cocktail party vibe at some point in my yeah. life. So for the moment, I'd like it to stay just so I can go out and experience it. Yeah. That's a good, that's an excellent choice. I, I I'm team keep it in Jacksonville, John. I feel like you kind of go waver. Where, where are you at right now? I I think that there's I think that there should be a medium, a happy medium of of both of these options. But um, because it just it's just mind boggling to me that there are players that have never played. You know, we have we have guys that have won back to back national championships and never played in Gainesville. Like to me, that's just yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. They never uh, played at Texas A and M either. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> true, so true. Um, but I think that you, the, I guess the the corollary there is like, I wonder how Texas and Oklahoma feel because they don't they don't ever play on campus either, right? Mm-hmm, right. Um, yeah, they play neutral. But anyway, I feel like that the specialness of college football is its traditions, and this is yeah. technically more of a tradition of staying in Jacksonville. So if you if you pushed me on it. I would err on the side of keeping tradition, which would be to yeah. have it have it in Jacksonville. Which, if you look at the plans that they have for Jacksonville, like I, it looks like that they're trying to build what Jacksonville once was. Because correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, when's the last time you went to Jacksonville? The last time I, I went, since, I haven't yeah. been since college. I went once after college. Um, I have not been since 2005. I went on an interview with CSX down in Jacksonville one time after college and I went to the landing and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> oh yeah. It was totally different. Well, I think the landing's gone now. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like yeah. the landing was a, the landing is what made the landing and the party atmosphere of Jacksonville made that mm-hmm. game. What yeah. it was the largest outdoor cocktail party. Right. Right. I feel right. like that the elimination of the landing kind of, I don't know, changed in my, in my opinion, maybe there's others out there that could, you know, educate us on their more recent journeys down there. Cause I think that the RV, the RV, RV city or whatever, mm-hmm. um, 
is is still a thing down there too, which is also an, a unique experience. But anyway, yeah, that's still there. But yeah, the landing is gone to my knowledge; it has not been rebuilt. But we're gonna find out in a couple of years with all the renovations they're making because it's looking like it'll be home and home during yeah. the renovations, like they did back in the in the nineties. So we'll get we'll get them in Athens, and we'll we'll be in Gainesville at least once over the next whenever yeah. that is. It's within the next few years, so we'll get to find out about that. So. Let me tell you, dear listener, <laughs> Kirby Smart will be out for blood in that home game. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, well, that that that's it for the listener questions, and that's it for Coach. Appreciate the bye week either or those those were fun. And hey, nothing for Coach to track because there's no right or wrong here. <laughs> coach gets a bye week too; he doesn't have to track any answers. That's true. Uh, love it. Well, Chris, man, it's been great chatting with you um, virtually again. It was definitely it was. Uh, you know, it was more fun getting to see you in person. That was awesome. Uh, I appreciate, um, you know, you, you taking your time and, uh, you know, spending, spending some quality time with us and all the folks. I know it was, it was pretty fun just walking around, um, yeah. and getting to see some of the experience through your eyes as well. So thanks yeah. for sharing some of that with us. It was fun. No, thank you for having me on again. That absolutely flew by. I can't believe that's been over an hour and a half at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome welcome yeah. to the show yeah <laughs> uh yeah we are uh uh brevity is not our strong suit <laughs> what uh, would uh what, what, what is there anything that we didn't ask that uh you wanted to review i don't i don't think so um is there anything that you, you think we may have missed maybe what, maybe maybe your thoughts on the on the season at large and uh upcoming upcoming games uh for uga and just college football at large what's your thoughts mm. it's been a different season hasn't it I, I sort of feel like we are still waiting for everything to fall in place um you know as fun as the early months of college football are we will see who champions are in november so yeah. it's, it's kind of all to play for but in terms of georgia we're, we're exactly where we want to be you know, that, that team is only going to get better for everything that they've, they've experienced. I'm excited for the next uh, few games to come. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, what is it they say? November is when you find out who's the pretenders and who's the contenders. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Do you, okay. So what about as we, as we look forward, uh, mm -hmm. do you, is this an annual thing? What, what are we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to make it an annual thing if I could. You know, yeah. there'd be there'd be a few different factors financially and in relation to family. Sure. Um, but do you know that that sort of distance between the Kent State game last year and this game, it, it felt like time hadn't passed at all. Like I, I came and I was, I was seeing the same people, and yeah, it, it felt like it just flashed by. So I would love to come as uh, often as I could. Love it. Love it. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be here. We, we, uh, mm -hmm. we had this one circled on the calendar from the second, uh, yeah, we, we knew you were coming. Large. It loomed large <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, it definitely, it definitely delivered. It was a heck of a, it was a heck of a weekend. It, it was a blast. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. Love it. Well, hopefully we're, we're hopeful to get you back at a game next year, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we know we know it'll we know it'll happen eventually even if it isn't able to be annual that that makes sense so awesome and you got to bring the missus next time yeah all right that's right <laughs> make so, it a family affair absolutely. i was gonna say and then we'll have to as well john we didn't <laughs> we, we didn't bring either of our missus yet. <laughs> we just uh, we just need her we need we need her to accept it and then like then he can build from there and build you know, Athens far east. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. JP, you have any parting thoughts for us? I don't have any parting thoughts. We've heard his story. Um yeah, yeah. I don't I, I don't know, maybe people that haven't heard it, the brief synopsis or something like that. I don't know. But um I, I figure if you if you don't know British Bulldog story at this point, then uh you you're, know not, paying, you're not paying attention you know I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll plug i'll plug it this way if you're listening and you haven't heard chris's background of how he became a georgia fan we did do an episode last season it's under the my got a podcast stories uh segment of episodes and we mm -hmm. we dove in deep into uh your story and how you became a georgia yeah. fan from afar which is uh which is again 
pre- pretty cool the way it, the, the way it happened and, and how you how you chose Georgia. So you can definitely go back into the uh, podcast archives and find that one. Awesome. Well, Absolutely. Chris, been been a blast having you on the podcast again. It was it was so great to see you in person a couple of weeks ago, and we'll we'll have to do it again sometime. That sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> awesome. Yes, sir. All right, go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.